0: up everybody and welcome back to For The Haters podcast. Uh, today we have a little bit different of an episode for you all. Um, I hope you are prepared. Uh, before we get started, I'm just going to let you know who is all in the room. Uh, you might want to get your pen and paper out to take down the names. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you watched the episode already, which you should definitely go do um, on our YouTube channel, For The Haters. Uh, we just did an episode with our father. Uh, he's not here with us right now. We'll bring him in at the end. Uh, but we're gonna, you know, go into a conversation about him. Uh, in the room, you have obviously myself, Becky. Uh, then you have my sister Alex. What's up, guys? Good job. Um, you have my sister Kim. Hola. Um, and then we have my brother LJ. Hello, hello. And then we have my brother Justin who is on, face, who's on FaceTime, um, but he's in Houston, Texas right now, so he couldn't be here. Um, and then we also have Laura. What's up, guys? Welcome back. <laughs> um, Laura's going to be jumping in and out and interjecting on questions that she might have for us. All right, awesome. So, Justin, if uh, because you weren't here for the video and you didn't see it, I guess we should have preempted you with this. Uh, things got a little emotional. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit? Just, just a little bit. Um, okay. So we wanted what we wanted to do was kind of talk about, I guess, I guess first we should talk about, you know, who dad was, you know, before mm-hmm. before now, before the the things that people are seeing now in the video, um, just to kind of give a better explanation of the person that he was, that he, you know, no longer is. Um, For those of you that are listening that did not watch the video, um, our father has a disease called PPA. It's primary progressive aphasia. Um, It's a frontal lobe brain um, disease. It's a a form of dementia. So, Um, It's very rare. It affects your ability to speak. So um, eventually the person becomes fully mute. Uh, It doesn't affect your memories. It just takes away your ability to speak and your ability to communicate, your ability to Understand language. Yeah, Yeah. understand language and all of that. Um, So, yeah, we'll bring him on later, but we wanted to kind of – we thought it was important for us to kind of talk about a lot of things before. Um. (laughs) It also turns
1: into a mobility
0: Disease to later it does, stages. Yeah, in later so. stages. Um, cool, LJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alrighty then. Uh, just to just to give you guys an uh, an age overview of our family, I'm the youngest. Um, I am 27. Not. Oh, You're not 27. 27. <laughs> You're not 27. You're 28. Wait. <laughs> am
2: i yes yes you're a 28 yes you're definitely 28 (laughs) um
0: shoot all right so i'm guess i'm wrong i'm 28 um then the next one is alex
2: who is 30
1: i'm 30 okay we can go you're younger i'm
2: 29 (laughs) um justin how old are you i'm um i'm 32
0: uh so unless you're uh,
2: listening to becky then i'm 30 (laughs)
0: Uh, Justin is 32 and then it jumps to Kim who is 40 40 let's not go higher (laughs) than that thank you (laughs) Uh, who's 40 and then (laughs) if we're not going higher than that you have to skip me totally
3: (laughs) Uh,
0: and then LJ is 43 43 43 I got one right Um, as you can tell we obviously all have a pretty close relationship um even though Kim and LJ were quite a bit older, um, we were always involved with each other growing up. So yeah, that's quite the intro. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did you want to take hold and but, talk the whole time? Or... I, 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 sometimes <laughs> that happens.
3: <laughs> I might be the only one that changed diapers.
4: <laughs> no, you know, I changed diapers. Oh, well. What are you kidding me? You didn't do
0: anything. Knock it off.
3: I changed a few diapers. <laughs>
0: If someone wants I mean I could start, but I feel like I've talked enough. I think LJ should start. All right. Okay. LJ if you wanna just like talk about what you remember dad being like growing up. That's you know, the type of characteristics he had and
3: All right. I know you guys looking trying to get me all emotional and stuff. It may happen, (laughs) but we're gonna fight this here. (laughs) Um yeah, growing up uh Dad was was there, and we did our fun things, and uh, you know, turn the lights out and uh, scream and yell, and he'll find you. And <laughs> you guys called it uh, tickle monster. It was tickle torture for me. <laughs> it almost certainly was. Yeah,
4: definitely was. I hate being tickled.
5: Traumatized. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, yeah, I did learn the whole piddle case thing uh, and uh, throwing pillows and knocking you guys around. Oh Learned yeah. Learned that from him. That was. That was quite interesting mm-hmm. um but yeah growing up uh it was a fun time uh, we'd go out to amusement parks and everything water parks go to the pools and uh go maybe... to the
4: ice cream place at 11 o'clock at night yeah pile all the neighborhood kids in the car <laughs> take the seats out of the minivan <laughs> who wants ice cream
3: and then if uh you know you couldn't swim too well, he'd help you out and pull you under the water. You know? <laughs> and then throw
0: you right back in. <laughs>
3: throw you up, and uh, you thought you got a breath of fresh air for a second, and before you knew it, you were back under again. And uh, one time I, uh, I jumped uh, off away from him and uh, left my swimming shorts with him. <laughs> <That> was...
5: <laughs>
3: Tadpole swimming around the pool. <laughs>
4: facing the beach <laughs> it was in the
5: pool so
1: <laughs> so we're traumatized that.
5: <laughs> yeah well, i still remember it, so. <laughs> it says one thing
0: i think that was a good answer yeah. good job uh justin you want to you want to in- put a little input in
2: um sure <clears throat> um i mean he would uh, our father was one of the smartest guys that i have ever ever met and it's definitely something that would stand out now you know, the way he is. He was always very long-winded in his tales, but the, they were much more coherent. The guy know, himself, he knows... Well, he knew over a dozen computer languages, uh, which is something that's really hard to come by. And he even knew languages that were th- almost practically dead languages, except for him and the few other people around the world who still knew how to uh, to write in it. Uh, yeah, he was always... Um, always everybody's best friend all of my friends just absolutely love him to death and I'm sure that's the same could be said about any of our friends they always always want to ask about dad whenever I see them again and most of them don't know you know what he's going through because everybody split up being friends you know so long ago because of life and stuff but even when I run into old friends everybody always has to ask about how dad's doing Always this is the kind of impression he left on people. Uh, he was always supportive of everybody, including others, people who weren't his family, weren't his you know kin, people he was related to. He was always there for us and everybody to to listen and to support, and usually have a very good laugh with.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I, I, I've, even my friends, that's the first thing that anyone always asks is, you know, about dad. Um, to like piggyback off that, we. I just said piggyback. I feel like I'm you. Yes, I'm uh, <laughs> listen, I um, like, I guess a good example would be we all went to a house. There's 26 of us. We went to a house after prom and we had to have an adult there. And obviously the only choice was Larry. Um, it was, it was, he's, he was different though. Cause I, I don't want people to think that he was like an enabler of us like partying and like, It was more like he just, like, cared. Like, he just – you know, it wasn't like he was our best friend and, like, we would curse with him or, like – he
1: definitely wasn't. I came home in high school after a night of drinking and trouble, and he wasn't my friend, but he took me to Walmart, and we bought uh, one of those handheld, like, breathalyzer (laughs) things (laughs) just because mom made him do it. But I got a lecture the whole way there, the whole way
0: home, so – yeah he he was he was just a different person, yeah you know he was he, he was a father figure how you needed him to be. he yeah. you know, he never was okay with us doing something wrong. He never you know was the person encouraging us to do anything other than no, right. but he
4: never made you feel about bad about making mistakes. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. that and I think that that's yeah. one of the the huge things with Sir Larry is that <laughs> you know we. Of course, with five kids in the house, we all did stupid things. But he never he never made you feel bad about doing stupid things, you yeah. know? He he talked you through it, and, of course, you got punished and this and that. But, you know, you came out on the other side not feeling like a total screw-up, yeah. you know? He made it be – it was okay that we were being teenagers.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I yeah. agree.
1: Do, what about that uh, time when we were little and we – Didn't clean up our playroom. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I mean, we we used to. He he went shopping with mom. And our Christmases were unreal. We would wake up Christmas morning. There would be presents that That filled the entire living room. And, you know, our wrapping paper was color-coded thanks to mom. And we would just go crazy. But it got out of hand. We never cleaned up our toys. We all woke up one morning. Our entire playroom, from top
0: to bottom, was empty. Was empty. He took every single one of our toys and And scattered them. (laughs) He didn't throw them in one place. It it was worse than waking up. You know,
2: it was worse than waking up that morning. We actually we had gone on a church trip. We were all coming back from a church like field trip. That we went on together, and then we came home to an empty, uh, an empty uh, playroom. But I got the last laugh because the cops came to the house and found him because he had illegally dumped all of yeah, our toys. So and, much trouble. And yeah, they did so because I had wrote my name and, like, and sh- address on a piece of paper as a form of like kindergarten like a uh, ditto or something from in class
3: <laughs> well i do have a confession to make
4: you helped him you helped him
3: i was in on it
4: what? oh my god yep. and i was at work what? and i was at work yes. i knew it was happening you were in on it yeah. yes okay, we
3: dumped it behind the quick check yeah,
4: yeah it was dumped it behind the quick check it dumped it behind my job <laughs> no where way. i was working
2: well there you go Justin,
4: yep. did you know that Yeah, we knew it was happening.
2: I feel like I have a vague memory of something like that, and I probably have just, like, repressed it as much as I can so I can still go on loving you.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? Do you know what happened shortly after that? Within the next two months, that playroom was filled with toys
2: again. Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) Well, Well, what had happened is mom made him, we each got, like, I think $100 to go spend at Toys R Us that day. But we didn't get all the gifts at once. Um, we got them, you know, af- after every couple weeks of, like, doing enough chores, if we were good kids, then we would get another gift. I remember Alex got the the w- one of, like, the three Stretch Armstrongs I broke of hers. <laughs> yes, you did break a lot that of was, fun. like, your
3: toys. You know what I got? I got to go back and go pick up the stuff out of the dumpsters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's your fault for helping him in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> I I do remember. Did you guys ever go to his computer office that was in Texas? Mm-mm. No. So I remember. I don't know. Wh- yeah. I don't know why very vague memories, but I do remember going to the office and he was working so late one night and like the room was just filled with computers and he gave me like a blanket and a pillow. I don't even know if it was a blanket. It was probably like just a sweatshirt out of the car. (laughs) And I remember sleeping on the floor of this, uh, tile floor, just having him work. And I'm looking at the computer screens and it's just like, black with green coating going across it and I'm just like I don't understand (laughs) any of this and I I tried to have him teach me later in life when I was
0: in like high school Still didn't understand any of it. Um, for Laura, uh, we would he would have computers set up at home, and he would be on them all the time, and they would just be black screens with green numbers, like letters well, going across. A matrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was wild. Then he would like build computer programs like on that black screen with green letters. So, like so
1: the the, the yeah. funniest part for me about having a dad that worked from home now that I work from home is we used to get in trouble all the time for running up and down like the hallways or knocking on his office door when like he was on a conference and he'd yell at us and now that I work from home I do I understand it one thousand one million percent because (laughs) I find myself any noise. I'm on a conference call. Nobody knows that I'm at my home in an office and anybody knocking on the front door, him coming up the stairs, like anything. It's payback now. I know. It <laughs> is. It is. Full payback. And I I,
0: I, hate it. For those of you, those listening, my parents live with my sister, Alex. So um, my dad will un- unwantingly come up the steps or they have like an apartment downstairs or upstairs in the old house and he'll just like walk in and be like, Hey like <laughs> not remembering that he, he he needs to stay downstairs. <laughs> stay downstairs.
4: Now I have a lock
0: on the door
1: now. So <laughs> now I just hear knocking. Okay.
4: Well, that's the same thing. I can remember being a kid and, and in the house that we grew up in, the LJ and I grew up in when you guys were little, his office was as soon as you walked in the front door. And there was no door there. It was wide open. And, I mean, this was before he started his business. So he was, like, working really hard. And, of course, LJ and I were teenagers and you guys were little and there was no way to stop the sound. And <laughs> friends would knock on the door and the dog would bark and he'd come. Shh answer that phone turn it off
1: <laughs> wait so you say dog so let's talk about how we actually got a dog do you remember this story oh he didn't want any pets ever He, he
0: didn't want any pets let's ever remember, the dog bit my face <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: well, well i
0: have scars <laughs> to
4: be fair the dog ran away for two days and wait, you wait, tried wait, 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 to wait shove on. it
2: under a chair what did you say justin I said to be fair, yeah, you, you tried to sh- uh, shove the dog under a chair and sit on it, and, and it had just come home from being gone for two days. So mom told you not to touch the dog.
4: Yeah, it was my own fault. I think I
2: figured it out though. About I think it was dad who wanted to kill the dog after he bit you.
4: Yeah. Oh, dad definitely wanted oh, okay. that dog gone. Yeah.
3: Now that I'm older and have pets of my own, I think if you say you don't. Why would want you ever one? talk?
0: Why would you ever talk about your son like that? <laughs> <laughs>
3: But uh, you say you don't want one, so this way you can relinquish responsibility for taking care of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And now he's in love with the two dogs that he has. They're his best friends. They most certainly are. are.
0: Actually, for those of you that are listening that have been following me for a while, you know that I used to have a dog. And you no longer see my dog because my dad took my dog and he fell in love with my dog and I could not take him away from her
2: take her away from him. So. Same,
0: same thing with the yeah. other dog he has.
1: Yeah. I had
2: a dog. And your dog now more resembles a uh, sausage. <laughs> <laughs> he
5: does.
1: She does. Yeah, dad definitely gives her one too many treats. But how did we how do we get the dog? How did it come Monroe? home, Monroe? Yeah. Well, I asked mom when dad was going to die so we could get a pet. <laughs> and then she was like, "Larry, I think it's time that we go get the kids a dog." <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, well, once we moved from Oldbridge up to North Jersey, he became this mountain man. Yep. that I don't think anybody ever ex- like expected expected or mm-hmm. thought he would be in Oldbridge, he had plastic over his keyboard at- on his computers because <laughs> he didn't want to get dust or the keyboard dirty. <laughs> And then we moved to North Jersey, and he's on excavators and <laughs> you know stuff. building stuff, paying the high, all of us high school kids ten bucks an
0: hour to move rocks. And he did. That's yeah, another. He used to th- brag yeah.
3: about how smooth his hands. You worked. used to come up too. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. worked
0: too. Every everyone, everyone. So my my dad bought um eighty five acres, and he paid all of my brother's friends, all of Alex's friends. We were still, I think, too young to care about it. Um, and then LJ and even his friends yeah. would when come were, up and and move rocks on the property yeah. when
4: move they were, like literally move yeah. rocks they when did they that la- for days
3: when were off from work mm-hmm. they uh, you know he'd come up we'd come up I busted like, I busted, busted work my finger
2: open
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, and that's another reason why And here's sh- a, here's
2: a good story about dad uh, uh, so the, I, I bust my finger open I like crush it between two rocks and I come up I come up the driveway <laughs> the first thing he says to me, he's like, he's like, do you really want to go to the hospital? <laughs> he's like, first, he's like, let's smoke this and then decide.
5: <laughs> well, I, guess I definitely, <laughs> I'm guaranteeing
2: you right now, I 100% should have gone to that hospital, but I just took care of it myself with a butterfly and bandit, bandage.
0: <laughs> that's funny. That's another reason why there's, there's so many people in our area and like all of our friends that care about my dad because he employed them like for doing a lot and he employed them and was like friends with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's so funny. And then there was people that like broke legs, didn't?
1: Oh yeah, my high school boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, he, he broke his leg <laughs> under her rock. Broke
4: his leg. Whoops. <laughs> he'll be fine.
0: Smoke this and he'll be fine. <laughs> 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 for those of you that don't know, we grew up thinking that my father um grew tomato plants in oh, our basement that didn't grow tomatoes. Okay, so, so this is where <laughs> I come in because ever.
4: this is you guys were a little bit too young for this. So LJ and I, um our rooms were in the basement of the house that we grew up in. And in one of the rooms it was like the furnace and all those things and and there was a vent that went into LJ's room that what there was no it wasn't connected to anything it was just connected to the other room I guess to circulate air I don't know so we see light shining through this and we go back there to see what dad's doing he's like oh it's just tomato plants she's growing tomato plants (laughs) okay you know I mean I'm little I don't I'm maybe seventh eighth grade okay fine so a couple years go by and you know you get into high school and you start understanding more things and I go hey dad where are the tomatoes? <laughs> He's like, oh, they're coming. They're coming. You got it, sir. The sad
3: part of it was is that you figured it out before I did.
0: <laughs> LJ was like a goody two-shoes in high
1: school. Speaking for yourself. Yeah. yeah.
3: I stayed out of trouble. No, LJ did stay out of
0: trouble yeah. unless he was with me. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I ever got in trouble was because of Alex, so... all
1: right way to throw me under the bus and and kim introduced me to the
3: tomato plants (laughs) (laughs) that was the longest harvest ever (laughs) Uh, that's
0: really fun. so (laughs) with lj just saying that um i think it's a good transition to talk about how um, so my dad's like really funny, he, or our dad is very funny. Hysterical. But he, but he thinks he's fu- like he's the funniest. So like he'll laugh, which makes you laugh, um, and that's a trait that LJ got. That's a trait that I got. I think it's like the three of us that got it the most. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And what do you guys
3: always say? It's me. <laughs>
0: I, Laura, I don't know if you notice, like, if me, my brother, and my dad are together, like, it's just like the three of us cracking up at each other. And he's always the first Hold person on. to laugh at his jokes. The LJ, I noticed that LJ makes a lot of jokes. I've I've noticed throughout the,
1: the night.
4: Well, you have to you st- wait. You st- 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 call, st- 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 st-
1: st- call them st- the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be generous. I'm on a podcast. Okay, here. all right. I want to be accepted into the haters' family.
4: We love everybody. Yeah, we do. That's definitely a trait we got from our parents.
0: Well, Uh, and
1: that's another thing that that we should talk about is just, uh, you know, dad too, but our parents (laughs) being, sorry, I talk with my hands, I I like to touch the the table, (laughs) messing everything up, (laughs) Um, just acceptance of other people and, And you know, my parents and my dad was definitely more the merrier Mm -hmm. if it came to holidays or anything you know if we had a friend that didn't have a place to go or just wanted to be part of our thanksgiving or christmas or whatever it was they were always welcome mm-hmm.
0: at yeah. all times and I th- and i think i overlooked that a lot until now cuz i mean because we were always around our families it was it wasn't really we didn't go around other people's families And as not much. everybody's like that. No. Now, we collect people. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we do collect people.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember
1: the last holiday that there wasn't a bonus person at no. no, the There's always
0: extra the table. people. Yeah.
3: I think Becky was always the worst at that <laughs> We always say, well, who's Becky going to bring home?
1: <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, every single time we asked him about his children he would answer for like 300 different people. <laughs> yeah. Not just the 5 of you. There yeah. was like 500 of you. And it, it you know, it was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that was part of <clears throat> us becoming who we are
0: today and yeah. just I mean, yeah. I, I, and it's crazy cuz you know, I never really like until honestly in the in the past couple of days, especially with uh the last people that we just interviewed because it was about family and being rejected from their family you know, really thinking about dad as a person and like, even even mom, um, I, I didn't realize how much it instilled in me as the person I am today. Um, you know, with what Justin, and Justin, I want you to talk about what you wrote in your, the, the section you wrote in the letter, because I, I never really thought about that. You know, I never really thought about And maybe that, you know, maybe that's why I never really questioned myself because I never thought it was wrong. Like, I never, like, we were talking about this um, yesterday because we recorded yesterday. Like, I never questioned my sexuality growing up and I never, and they were like, everyone was like, what? Like, you never had a crush on a girl? I'm like, no. But maybe it was just because I was, I never felt different or I felt like it was talked about in the house that it would make me feel different. You know what I mean? Right. Justin, if you could just talk about, you know, what you wrote and, and that aspect of even because you even got that from him, you know, you, that was a huge impact to you as well.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Growing up, I I am into things that would not be traditionally like labeled as like manly. Um, I mean, you know, I was in musicals. I took dance, ballet, tap, um, I watch cartoons still too to this day, and yeah, never, never once did I ever think really twice about any of that because my entire home life—this is both mom and dad—never uh, would question. It was, un, it was just unwavering support of whatever you, you wanted to like. If you know, it was your right to like it, and we just lucked out that we kind of have children as parents. You know, we we had we had dessert for dinner sometimes or breakfast for dinner, and that it's that that kind of stuff that. Um, has created all of us in our, our, our kind of carefree-ish lifestyle, not, you know, to a certain extent. But we don't we don't put labels on things. We don't put things in boxes, and that's something that our parents, and especially Dad, helped create with us. Because for me, especially being you know a, a son, uh, uh, you have this very hard like societal preset that you know you're supposed to live up to or live through. And I never felt that. I never felt like I had to fit any sort of a a label or bubble or anything. I was just free to be who I wanted to be.
4: And I think it's really important um, to talk about how our family is blended because this goes into it as so much, so much so like Becky, Alex, and Justin are all full brothers and sisters. They come from Larry and Marianne, LJ and I, LJ is Larry's son. I'm Marianne's daughter, but we don't look at it like that like we never we we never grew up we never we never grew up like you know like oh this is my half brother or this is my half sister like we're brothers and sisters and larry raised me as if i was his daughter you know and and there was never there was never a time where i felt like the step kid. you know like We were just raised as a family. We were brothers and sisters and that was it. And, you know, going back to what Justin said, like, we never fit into what society thought or society told us we should be. Like, we were a family and that was it, you Mm -hmm. know, and and. I praise him for that because a lot of families don't get that. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of kids don't get that. And and I think that that's really important. You know, now as an adult, I also have a blended family. I've learned so much on how to be a parent and forget about the step. And because that's not important.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would almost get not offended, but just maybe it is offended when people would ask me about my siblings and you know how we were a family and i would explain the blended family and they would label it as oh this is your half brother half sister and i'm just like no it's no. my brother and sister yeah i don't it's not half they're my brother and
4: sister yeah and that's and they made sure that that's that's how we felt you know like they there was never there was never a thought in my mind where larry was not my dad i mean i call him dad you know yeah, yeah i have I have a biological father whom I love and who is involved in my life, but Larry is still my dad. Hmm. Yeah,
0: Justin, is there something you wanted to say?
2: Well, yeah, you know, just um, going back to not having to compare like our family to like society, and that it was something that was because of dad. We never had to play that whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. We never did that. We ne- we never, and that comes from the top. He. We never saw our dad be jealous of anyone. Ever.
0: Yeah. That's very not, true. I've, yeah, I've never thought about that. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've always, like, I know Kim's father. I know LJ's biological mother. I know both of their siblings. Like, if Not only that, we, or, like, our
4: parents would take... LJ's siblings from the other marriages and my siblings from the other, <laughs> other marriages and they would be welcome yeah, into our yeah. house. We have pictures growing up of like all of us, mm-hmm. you know, my brothers from my dad and LJ's sister from his his mom at great adventure. Like we would go to we went to Florida together to Disney one year, I think. <laughs> I
1: remember going down to uh LJ your mom's house and With the dog that would do
4: backflips and stuff. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it was never, we were never put into this situation where, you know, unfortunately a lot of, it happens with a lot of other families where, you know, like it was a constant battle between kids and step parents and this and that. Like our family and, you know, and dad was such an important role in that. Never, never made, never made an issue about it. Like it really was never, it just wasn't. Like, yeah. we were family, and that's who we are.
3: I know for me and you, you know, some kids had the problem where nobody wanted them. Yeah. For us, it was everybody, everybody wanted one. us. <laughs> you know? so, that's a good problem to have. You know, you yeah. leave one house and be upset you're leaving one, you know, because the other one wants you and yeah. vice versa. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. So it's uh, it was a good problem to have.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I'd like to talk about, not to, like, obviously steer to, like, the hard topic at hand, um, but I'd like to talk about what it's like now with dad. Um, I know that for all of us, it's a lot different because some of us see him more um, and see the digression more. uh, Yeah. It's not like an easy thing to like, just jump right into. Um, I know that, you know, for me, and I don't know. I I know that I've talked about Mike a lot. So when Mike passed, so my best friend passed away uh, three years ago And when he passed away, everything changed for me. And I don't think that I would have been able to handle this whole situation if that hadn't happened prior to it. I mean, that goes for everything that happened after that happened. For me, I make sure that I enjoy the times that I do have with dad and the memories that I'm making now, because that's what I want to hold on to. I don't want to be mad at something I can't change. Right? Yeah. I, I, oh, absolutely. I, I can't change it. And I think that a lot of people d- deal with that differently. Um, but with that being said, I do have like my complete moments of breaking down of just being angry and upset and just mad that, you know, it happened to him. But, like, I need those day, day or two to do that to be able to continue on with such a positive outlook other than those couple days. Um, so that's, my, like, how I'm able to deal with, with everything because it's hard. I mean, you watch someone you love completely change as a person – and I think LJ, you know, realized it a little bit more tonight. It, it, like, hurts the embarrassment that you feel when you watch him talking to someone because you just want to, like, tell everyone what's wrong with him because if they don't know, you don't know what they're going to think of him.
3: Yeah, if you're watching how he is now, mm-hmm. that's not the man he was. No. And, no. you know, so for me, I'm I'm on the outside a little bit because I'm just not around as much. Mm-hmm. So I don't see the everyday change in him and how it's been. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like earlier we were, we were talking and it was emotional. And, uh, you know, what I was trying to say was, you know, for a man, you want to be responsible for your family. And I always looked up to him and he had all the answers. And it's a real struggle. I, <laughs> you weren't going to do it to me. <laughs> But it's a it's a real struggle seeing him the way he is because you know you look up to him and he had all the answers and and now he struggles and and he may not have all the answers but you know so I just don't want people that are watching this to to see him for what he is now but you know listen to what we're saying about the great man that he was and uh, and try to remember that for your own fathers and brothers and sons and stuff if uh, they go through the same thing
4: yeah it's hard it's hard because lj and i um don't live close where becky and alex do and justin well justin lives far too (laughs) um so we we don't we don't see dad as much as as the two of them so you know, they they see this regression. I mean, and I don't even see him as much right. as Alex. Alex as but they yeah. they see this regression. You know, so it's in in their eyes. There, it's kind of things are changing, but they don't seem to change as fast because you constantly see the regression. You know, where LJ coming into this situation and, and seeing, and it's it's really just language. You know, like dad. Talk to everybody, and he told stories upon stories. I mean, there was sometimes where you literally had to say, "Dude, I gotta pee,"
5: because he just would go Six on hours later. And, you know, he would just go on and
4: on and on and on and about uh, about everything. And so to see him struggle to find four words is is a it's really really hard, you know. So I think we're lucky that we have each other to be able to you know kind of t- talk to each other about this and you know by no means is this easy seeing your father go through something like this but we we roll with the punches you know and and that's one of the things that he taught us you just you just continue to be who you are and do what you do and love each other like always and be there for each other you know regardless of what's happening
0: mm-hmm.
3: i don't know if you guys know or not but uh you know through my teenage years we would stay up late at night after you guys were all sleeping yeah and he talked to me and about life and things and you know I always remember that yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm jealous of that but I mean I have my own enough
2: good well, times but
0: yeah, I like, those, you know yeah. he was
3: busy with everybody and yeah. You yeah. try to get your time in that was yeah. my my opportunity was when you guys were sleeping you
4: know I got that when not when I was in high school because we didn't have the greatest relationship when, in, when I was in high school but I deserved all of it <laughs> I was terrible I was terrible you know um, but I got that like when I went to college you know when these guys were still kind of younger, you know, middle school, um, even Becky, I think you were in elementary school when I was in college. So when I would come home, I got to sit and talk to him, you know, and, and and then when I had kids, like, oh my God, granddaddy was like, granddaddy's granddaddy, you know, he, we were talking about it today with my daughter Phelan, the same thing with the pillowcases. He did that to her when she was <laughs> little. And I was like a little dick, stop it! <laughs> now, how many years has he regressed for
1: how many years has this been uh, an, an issue in your family because i i don't know the answer so, to that uh he was no. diagnosed two and a half years ago. so he yeah. was
4: four because don't you remember before we that we like were trying to figure it out convince him to go to the doctor so the official
1: diagnosis was two and a half years ago yeah but it probably was had started, started prior. a little bit before that
2: yeah so i'm the i am not around as much you know just like the, everyone's been saying uh so it's it's a little more it's a little different for me cuz oh, I guess it's hard to put into words cuz I it does upset me it does um but I don't think it gets me down as much as it may get some of you and I think I can I have dad to thank for that cuz I feel like I feel like he's when I'm interacting with him. It does still feel like you know he's happy. Maybe it's because I don't. He doesn't see me all the time, and so the moments he is with me, he's just you know a little happier than he is like most days because it's a little something different for him. Because um, I only see him once every few months. Um, when I first got caught smoking pot, he uh, he had a conversation with me. He uh, you know he he sat me down and he told me that. Amongst many other things, he said one of the things he said was that he knew that everything he had done to himself through all the years was going to catch up to him. He knew this was coming. This didn't come to him as a surprise. And just kind of knowing that makes it a little easier for me. Because he's a very happy guy, and I don't think that this happening to him is making him any less happy. And so, who are we to take that away from him by making us unhappy and so i kind of view it like that like it is upsetting when the moments happen but there's nothing you could do about it at this point just uh, just enjoy the the few like happy laughter moments that you get from him um, for now and whatever happens is going to happen
4: i agree I I think I feel very similar that you you do, Justin, like I said before. You know, it's just when we're all together, dad's dad,
0: you know? I think that's why it might be a little different, more so for Alex. I, I know that I've been in situations... With dad where I've gotten really frustrated because of how angry he's gotten with me in in simple situations Right. Um, we don't see that and you and it's not seen. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I know Alex sees it. 10 times more than I do Yeah, so dad lives with me and he has
1: for I guess two and a half years now, so I've really experienced the digression how it's affected my parents' relationship, um, his day-to-day life, it's really tough. I mean, every day it's something, Uh, whether it's my mom's at work and she calls me, dad's not answering his phone, I'm out looking for him, um, or just simple things like me having to consistently tell him something And then he's mad at me because it's like I'm the parent now and I'm having to tell him rules and how to live and what to do. And he gets frustrated and angry with me and I have to kind of put that in the back of my head because it's just this is we need to help him and we need to follow routines. And when he's doing something – that he shouldn't be doing, or that doesn't make sense. It's either me or my mom that has to be the one to explain that to him, and to explain it to somebody who doesn't understand is a really tough conversation. It emotionally puts a lot on us. Yeah. Um, like we spoke about before, the fact him me working from home, him living downstairs. You know, I have a career. And it's very tough when I have to lock my dad out of the part of my house because he would just walk in all the time. And, you know, that hurts me to have to do those types of things. But I really, I don't have a choice. And just seeing the progression and going from being able to give him a direction, hey, can you help me with this? Lately, it's actually gotten to the point where it's even hard to hard for me to ask for his help because it's harder for him to help than it is to have to explain everything step by step because he just, he doesn't understand anything. So for me to say, you know, hey, can you get this from the garage? There's no way he can go remember what I said to get from the garage. Um
5: so earlier i think becky said that it wasn't like a a mental digression it was a
1: lingual digression yeah but if you're saying that he doesn't remember like a directive can you clarify yeah so i i think it's more he he's listening to what i'm saying but he's not actually understanding, and so he rem- he understands the first part garage. Okay. And then by the time he gets
0: to the garage, he is not he's just lost. It's more so your memories, right? So he- when you talk to him before this, his memories are there, right? He's telling you stories that happened 50 years ago. You- he's not forgetting. He doesn't. He knows who yeah. we are. He knows. All of his memories are fully intact, but it's everything moving forward that's like it, you, directions are where it, it's it's remembering the the last words that yeah. were said yeah. to you. It's it's, it's, it's the language and, part, yeah. And yeah. So
1: and for the past two and a half years that he's lived with me, he's always. I mean, for even when we were kids, he always did the trash, and so when he moved in, he took on that responsibility. He did the trash slowly I started to see he'd be putting stuff in recycling that wasn't recycling. I tried to explain it to him. He continued to put them in. So now I allow him to still do the trash, but every Sunday I'm going to the end of the driveway to go through the trash and recycling that he did because they're not going to take it anymore. So it's, it is, I don't want to say it's tougher for me than the rest of his siblings it, it, because it, it, it's, it's no, it's, it it's tougher is. in a different... But yes. it's tougher in a different way. Yeah. You guys aren't there, but I can only imagine what's going on in your mind about, you know, how is he doing? What's going on? But for me, a little bit, I feel like I'm losing out on the good times Well,
4: because, all, well, because
1: I'm there day to day for all the bad times
5: so
4: it's it's
1: so your memory
3: is fresh on the bad times where our memories are more fresh on the good times
4: our roles haven't reversed which is why it's it's easier easier on us than it is on you because we're he's still dad to us where you're you have now almost become that parent you know they always say that when you grow up like your roles will reverse eventually this is coming sooner for us than yeah. So you know, our our father is sixty
0: three. Yeah. So he yeah. he's he's, pretty, young, he's young. Absolutely,
4: yeah. he's young. You know. So we get we do have that privilege where we can we can still see him as dad because we don't we're we're not in that day to day. you know, we don't have to do that.
3: And there is no way this is harder on us than it is. Oh for you. no way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You are in a full
0: rightfully to say that you have it a lot harder. And as will, Yaya would say. We will say, take no offense As Yaya it. would say to
4: us, you can tell us to go scratch. <laughs>
5: Sometimes I would like to say that.
0: <laughs> what I would like to do is go grab my father. Um, we'll just bring him out here. I don't really know what to expect. We'll see what if he wants to say hi, if... He wants to say anything he may uh, not even he, want to come in here yeah. and watching a movie he, he may be asleep, he may be asleep. dad can you hear me yep <laughs> <laughs> so um, what this is is a podcast so all you have to do is say hi to someone into the microphone
5: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> say hi hi <laughs> did, you, did you have fun today filming with us yeah what was your favorite part?
5: Uh, just. Hanging out? Hanging out.
0: <laughs> Hopefully we're spending time with us, not the movie you just watched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so you, you missed it before when we were out here. We've been talking about different memories of ours from like our past. And we were talking about how, you know, you hired all of our friends to come work for you on the on the property. Picking rocks. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and how you used to grow tomato plants in the basement, but they never grew tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Uh, 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 his
1: eyes are like, oh my God. He's done.
0: <laughs> you guys knew about that? <laughs> <laughs> what else did we talk about? Uh, oh, do you, re- do you remember when, um, when you came to prom yeah. with me? When you came out at the house, you were our chaperone at prom. Yeah. And you and Meg Ronk were hanging out the whole time while we were all at prom.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember when you
1: cleaned out the playroom when we were little? Oh, yeah. And you threw everything <laughs> in
0: the jumpster? Yeah. What What preempted you into throwing all of our toys out?
5: Well, uh, Marianne wanted to throw things
0: out. No, I wanted them to clean the playroom. (laughs) She She was she was pissed. (laughs) She was pissed because we never cleaned up our stuff. That's
5: correct. (laughs) 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 So that the playroom was clean <laughs> <laughs> job well done sir yeah but do you
4: job know well what done. dad do you know what these guys didn't know that LJ and I knew that it was happening yeah. and that LJ was actually involved
3: I, I confessed yeah <laughs> we had no
4: clue
1: <laughs> that wasn't very nice you turned our own against us <laughs>
4: You were at some church function. <laughs> visiting an orphanage.
0: My mom's in the back saying we were visiting an orphanage that day when he did that. It
2: gets worse. Visiting an orphanage on a church retreat.
3: Oh, he was in the giving mood and gave away some toys. <laughs> yeah. I,
5: I had to... Uh, 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 what, Kim... Yeah.
4: No. (laughs) You had to pick me up from work. And you had all the toys in the back of the van. Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I kept saying, mom is going to kill you.
5: But the, 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 uh, the, uh, in the room, it was clean. It was clean. (laughs) Welcome to a blame
0: game. (laughs) That's so funny. So um, we're we're in our like final stages of the podcast, so we're not gonna hold you for too long. Is there any any words that you want to say?
5: Um.
0: This is supposed to be about how I'm your favorite child, so. <laughs> <laughs> As Becky slips him a hundred dollars. Hopefully, that's what he remembers to say.
5: And I'm just. You know, th- thrilled because of uh, all of my children are fine and decent people.
0: <laughs> just decent? Well, okay. thanks. Turned out okay.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anything else?
5: I'm just, I, I think. Uh, you know, for you guys to, you know, get, uh, you know, your life in perspective Mm. and and have fun. We make
4: sure (laughs) to,
1: especially
4: when we all get together, it's all all over. Well, too much fun. <laughs> Somebody's calling the cops. <laughs> Probably Dad
0: <laughs> so so, Dad, before we go around and give our own advice, I would like to ask you if if you have any advice to give to anyone out there listening. um it could be for anything, honestly. You know, any life advice any any no. advice you'd give to parents, kids.
5: Uh, I I just I, I out of all of our kids, we um, I hope they can boom in your own perspectives, and I don't want to uh, make you s- s- say th- th- things or or something. It's up to you, because you're all the girls in this place. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and I know every uh, kid in in the place, even like down to Piper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're saying what you're saying is the gr- girls rule right that's correct <laughs> sorry lj and justin you heard it
4: from the man the myth
0: Larry, that's okay it. i won't deny it all right dad we'll uh well thank you for allowing us to do this with you <laughs> And thanks for letting me torture you for the past three hours. (laughs) Um, What a Father's Day present. I know. this is for Father's Day, so happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day.
2: Happy Father's Day.
0: Day. And we love you, and uh, we appreciate you. Yes. A lot. A lot, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to excuse you from the room so we can give our advice. All right. All right. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. Bye.
4: (laughs) Justin's there, Dad. Hey, Justin.
2: Hi, Dad. Hi. How's it going? I'm going. I'm
5: going. I'm I'm going.
0: I'm going. All right, cool. Um, So to wrap things up, uh, what we normally do is, go around and ask people for advice. Um I'd like to keep it concise because we are running out of time. So when <laughs> – was that funny, Justin?
2: Yeah, it was funny. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> when thinking about the advice that you would give, um, just think about, like, that people that could benefit from the things that, you know, we're going through, that we've been through, especially with, you know, obviously our father. Uh, so,
3: LJ, do you want to start? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, you know, basically, because I am coming from a different angle of it being the oldest and not around as much to see what this is going on, my advice would be is if you can be around a little bit more, be around a little bit more. And, uh, you know, don't hold back on, uh, you know, enjoying life with your parents while you still have them. And uh, this way, uh, you know, when things like this happen... You don't have regrets. And lucky for us, we did spend a lot of time prior to this and years and, and doing things. So we don't have many regrets. But, uh, you know, that's what I would say.
0: I think that was really good. So good job, LJ. Thank you. <laughs> you're
4: better with words than you thought.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Kim, why don't you go next since you're, we'll go down the line of ages. Okay. Um, My advice...
4: For anyone and not even going through something like this, because this you don't ever know if this is gonna happen, you can't prepare for it, is hold your family close, you know. It's family's family. They're the only family you got. And it's important because there is nobody else in the world that knows who you are like your family does. And there's nobody else in the world who will support le- support you like your family will, you know, in most in most instances. And, and if you don't have blood family, create your own family. You know, make sure you have a network of people around that are there for you and, and you can live your life with and spend time with and make memories with because I think that's the most important thing. You know, work. All the rest of the nonsense that happens is nothing compared to the memories that you, you know, those are you're going to hold on to forever. And your network, your family, your friends, whomever you hold dear around you, those are the people that are important and make
0: sure you have time for them. That was great. Thanks for sharing, Kim. (laughs) Justin?
2: Uh, my piece of advice is uh, Dad's favorite thing to say when the waitress or server came around to ask for a tip, and that was uh, "plant your crops early." <laughs> Did he say that to you guys too?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I. It would be, uh, you know, just like this. Everything this this podcast is supposed to stand for really is you don't you don't ever have to go through any, anything alone if the the great if we haven't learned anything from Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Avatar Last Airbender, you are only as strong as your group of friends and they are your family.
0: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's such That's a Justin, what? It's such a answer. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done, Justin. Thank you. Alex?
1: Um, I guess my advice would be um. Don't be afraid to ask for help, especially coming from my perspective of with my dad, other experiences I've been through, one or two hard times in my life. Um, Help from professionals, help from your family, help from your friends. You know, I grew up as a pretty independent person, so asking for help is a big thing, but you get to a point where you need the help. And if you don't speak up, nobody will know. So ask for help. You
0: kind of took what I was going to say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So for my advice to try to not repeat anything anyone said um, is to always remember that it's okay to not be okay. Okay. Um, you know, you're going to have moments of weakness, but that doesn't define you as a person. Um, those moments of weakness actually make you a better person in the better parts of life. Um, you can't always stay positive. You can't always be okay. Um, you know, have those moments of weakness, like Alex said, ask for help, um, because it only makes you a better person for not only yourself, but everyone around you. Um, yeah, I think that would, uh would be my do you do you want to give any advice Laura <laughs> no no I'm here to learn not to, <laughs> I'm here to learn not said. to teach um, I'm just trying to think if there if there was like anything else that like from the process that I've learned that could help anyone I would say honestly for
1: if we're talking about his specific disease is it is very commonly misdiagnosed as Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. So if you have a loved one that maybe was diagnosed with Alzheimer's or is having symptoms like that, go to a specialist because the treatment and not, nece- there's not treatment for my dad, but the way that you help you him mm-hmm. and look at it is. A lot different from Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. um, and that helped us a lot finding out exactly what it was and finding out how we can help us help him. So th- that that uh, that would be the yeah. last
4: thing if it's on this yeah. topic. Yeah, yeah, I, had, I, with what you just said, with with what's that good dad is going through, I think one of the most important things for a loved one and people to know is to be patient. Give them, give them the mm-hmm. chance to speak. And, you know, it may take a long time and, and you may want to be in a rush, but they need to be able to get their words out too. So just be patient and listen.
0: And, and that's a great point. And to, I think this should be the final point but because we keep going longer um, but be patient with anyone you meet yeah. um, it, it's really hard and I know that LJ feel this I'm sure it's for all of us it's really hard for me to think about my dad going out in public and facing the world and his condition because of how impatient and how inconsiderate people can be so please if you ever come across someone that you feel as if isn't all there it's not always drugs they're not always crazy like some of them actually have mental disorders or, or diseases that that are affecting them so just be kind just be patient and uh and yeah just be a good person
3: if they're struggling just give them a chance
0: yeah yeah Yeah. everybody deserves that yeah justin any final words before we close out
2: well yeah i guess if we're talking about you know in relation to dealing with a disease like this is i would say for all the family members you know don't don't be hard on yourself um when it happens or if something like this happens Uh, not, not everyone's in a situation where they, where they could have spent as much time with, you know, their loved ones as they want to, but you know, that's not your fault. That's just the way life is sometimes. And that you, you can't let that get you down. You can't have those what ifs, you know, it's just not right for that person. It's not right for you because that they're not worried about that after their diagnosis. they're just worried about you and you living your best life and not and not you worrying about them. Great,
0: that I was like perfect. It. Yeah thanks. thanks for adding that Justin. All right. Uh, so what episode? I hope that after you guys listen to this and you have not checked out the video, you should definitely go check out the video. Um, and like I say every other every week, um, please share, please you know like subscribe, comment, follow us on Instagram, Twitter uh facebook youtube our podcast everything the another person that you share this with is another person that we can help and uh you know that's all that we're here for so so yeah so thank you everyone for coming on uh it, this has been awesome and i and i really enjoyed it so this thank was you fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah thanks justin thank you <laughs> all right everyone have a, see you guys next week peace out
4: <laughs> everybody bye
2: for the haters, for the haters, come on to it now or later oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It don't matter what your name is, share your story We'll be waiting, go oh, oh, oh.